Previously on Crit Happens. While we're on this ship, I think we should stick together. I will. I want to do some research. I want to do some reading. I would like to know where my home is at. Did you know the name of your planet? Like, what do the people locally call it? It's called Ravenguard. While we're here, I guess we could check in real quick. There's what's called the Charter Guild. They like the explorers of the Astral Sea. If you want, you can dig through our archives. There are three scrolls back here. They all seem to have a very similar moon to what's described. One of them is easily ruled out. The two scrolls you're able to get down. One planet is called Xanthara, and then there's another one called Bleakfall. You guys are able to write down the coordinates on a piece of paper. As you guys are leaving Gildrex, you feel like a tickle in the back of your mind. There is specifically one specific slot that it seems like it's coming from. A scroll. Gildrax will reach slowly for the scroll. It looks like it's just describing a general planet. Very rocky tundra planet. It's just covered in crags. It's aptly named Quake. Let's save these coordinates for this planet. As you guys open the door, you see the gnome fellow is walking downstairs. Is there anything else I can help you with? We are looking for a pilot. Would you happen to know if maybe a good place to look for someone? There is some helmsman at the Braggadojo. The Braggadojo. That was exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, you guys make it to the Braggadojo. Gildrax will, first things first, walk right up to the bar, sit down right in front of the barkeep. Gildrax! Draka! How's it been? It's, well, look, first things first. I need a drink. I need a pilot. All right. And he turns around and he will instantly start to make mixing a drink. What brings you to the hearth? Well, it's been a long, well, I don't know. It's been a couple months since I've been, maybe years. No, it's, it's been a couple months. It's been since a couple months. I mean, who did we, we asked Philippus or somebody. It's only been a few months, right? Yeah. It's only been a couple months. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. We were captured by uh, mind flayers. Uh, really? Yeah. Dealt with, uh, some ghosts. We dealt with some. We dealt with a murder combat. Mm-hmm. Had some wisps. That was unfortunate. I really didn't like that. Um, as you say that, he'll turn around and there are three very fizzy drinks with sparklers coming off the top. He's like, three pilots. Uh, Gildrax. He'll put it down in front of you. Ooh, fizzy. Gildrax will drink it. It is like a punch to the back of the throat. It is like straight gas. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, despite the girly appearance, it is quite a strong drink. Jib enjoys it likewise. Yeah. Does Cher? Cher yeah, Cher <laughs> thinks this is like a kid's drink vibes. You know, like the curly straw, the flamers. She's like, the flamers, what are those called? Sparklers. Sparklers. Oh. She's having a good time. She's kind of chugging it down. Probably a little too quick. Yep. Yeah, it is definitely a very robust drink as he gives you kind of like a, a big toothy smile. He's like, well, you've had a lot of fun, you lot. Yeah. Uh, also, I meant. I mean, the drinks are good. I always love the drinks, but I meant like a real pilot. Like oh. I need someone to fly a ship. Oh, a helmsman. Okay. Um, and he like scratches his like stubby face, like stubbly face. Well, I don't know any off the top of my head. I know there's some blokes loading around here. You can ask any one of them. A good pilot. Someone that's going to vibe with us too. What is a vibe? Look. Uh, our vibe. Look at us. What do you vibe? What, do you, what are your thoughts? First glance. <laughs> how, do, how do we vibe? I see a... Pixie, a halfling. I'm a th- he, he winks at you. Oh, 
and then and a washed up old man. That's pretty. Well, I don't know if Jib's a halfling. Anyways, I need I need Drac. I need the best pilot that you have. I don't need the some crazed rookie new guy who is unless he goes for really cheap. No, I need the best. Oh, well, none of them have come up to me telling me, but from my trained eye, some of these blokes have been here a bit. Uh, there's a warforged fella around here. Uh, old old soldier from the Adatine Legions. I think he. I know he's a helmsman. There is one of them wizards that can control time. What are they called? Crown Cronajids. Kronatej, whatever they're called. A are one of these pilots a woman? Yeah, it's actually the one I'm talking about. She's somewhere around here. Then there's the halfling fella. I think he lost his legs in his last ship, but he's somewhere around here. Can't really see him. There's multiple private rooms or somewhere in there, probably. Thanks. Well, you can ask around. There's probably more that came in. People coming and go, getting hard left and right. I appreciate it, Draka. We'll be, uh, we'll be in touch. He kind of gives you a nod as he'll just go and tend to some other patrons. Jib is just going to say, let's, I, I mean, the, that, that chronomancer sounds promising. Yeah. A, uh, I, time wizards are quite powerful. Yeah. I would imagine that they probably have a decent amount of experience if they, you know, have time, timey, wimey, wibbly, wobbly stuff. Timey, wimey. <laughs> timey, wimey. Let's, let's start there then. Have, have you not heard that phrase? <laughs> As you guys turn around, this this place is rather big. There are two. There's two stories. There is like an upper balcony and a lower floor. There's multiple private rooms for like card games and drinking. It seems like there are a lot of just look like what look like crew members. Some people who are wearing pretty obvious like wizard attire, like the robes, the hats, staffs, things like that. People have familiars. There are some standout characters. There is what looks like a pretty short warforged dude. He has a very like skeletal frame. Like he literally looks like bare parts. Uh, he has a his face is completely featureless except for a single like purple gem in the middle of it. And he just seems to be sitting in a corner talking to about like some two other like crew members. There is there's a very large Goliath woman. Uh, she is she has a very big great axe next to her. She's just talking. She has these tattoos that go up and down her body and seem to actually like physically move and swirl around. There is a kobold who is propped up at the very end of the bar. Uh, he is tinkering with some sort of mechanical device and it's seeming to hiss and spark as he's like grumbling to himself. And there is this elf woman who seems to have very placid pale skin strange eyes that look black but have almost like specks of starlight in them and her hair is like platinum blonde and just falls like to mid back she's wearing very like bucketeerish like like you know swashbuckling attire sherry's going to kind of lazily float towards this elvish lady um and you can tell that it's not in a straight line she kind of starts heading one direction and then veers to the left and veers to the right that um, the pilot drink definitely got to her just a little bit, uh, and she's going to approach this lady and just kind of stare at her for a minute, really close, kind of get into her personal space a bit. Okay, she will turn to you and kind of like take a step back as you get a little too close, and she's like, "Um, can I help you?" Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, your eyes are real. Uh, your eyes are real pretty. <laughs> um. Thank you. Uh, can, is, it, is that it? Are you just asking about my Do you know eyes? how to speak Sylvan? Yes. Ah, oh, perfect. Do you want to be our pilot? Sure, sure. Hold on, hold on. Excuse us, miss. Uh, 
we hey, are. Hey, I've got this. Here. I can be charisma. All right. Um, you want to be our pilot? Please. Um, sure, sure. We need to. We need to see if they're even the person that. Draco no, was she talking looks about. cool. She's got stars in her eyes, so she could see. Wait, give me, give me five seconds. Excuse me, miss. Hmm? Are you? She kind of like looks at you guys, like not distraught, but like wary. She guys kind of <laughs> are very strange group. Jib just likes is like, are you by chance a spell jammer helmsman? Yes. All right, share. Continue. Uh, so this is my good friend, uh, Jib Jibbers, uh, and then this is Gills. Uh, I don't know where Annie Janet is. I think she kind of got lost in the sauce back there talking to somebody. Uh, but we we have a beautiful uh beetle like ship that needs a needs a captain. Not a captain. We've got a captain. That's our captain right there. And I point, but it's not to you. It's like over in the corner where there's nobody there. Uh, but we need a pilot because Annie Janet, you know, she's good at knitting and all, but that's not one of her skill sets. She looks at you like she's just kind of nodding her head and she's looking for the most opportune way out of this conversation. I promise we pay good and we've got fun adventures. We're going to go kill a demon, probably go find some treasure of sorts, something to do with some... Uh, uh Cher, uh, why don't you... Go talk to the Warforged gentleman over there. Maybe he. Maybe sure, he. sure. Which one? Wait, share. What if? What if we win? And he looks at Gildrax. Is like, I don't know if. Uh, here, let's go. And he's just gonna. Oh no! Look, Toaster's getting away. And he's gonna like command. <laughs> he's gonna give Toaster the signal to like fly off or something. No, Toaster, Toaster, <gasps> Toaster. She's gonna start lazily just following Toaster around. Yep. She will look at you. Yo. Crewmate can't hold her alcohol, can she? No, not even a little bit. It, I, I mean, that. yeah, she's a lot smaller than a normal person. Yes, she is a fairy and of then, some sort. I mean, I guess that logic would mean I can't hold it either, but I'm also a dwarf, so. Usually quite resilient to poisons. Yeah, <laughs> I can hold it better than most. Um, may I, so you're looking for a pilot, I'm assuming. Yeah, we need a really good pilot, and Draca recommended you among the list. Did he now? He did. This is the part where we realize that she's not even the chronomancer. She's just some other pilot. No, this is like, yeah, this would be, that'd be hilarious. Um, she kind of like looks over to him as Drac is like probably has his back to you guys or is like talking to some guy and very like uproariously laughing. Um, and let's sit down in a room and have a talk then. Certainly. Uh, Cher comes over. She's got toaster like strapped under her arm, super tight. I got toaster. Toaster's like to- squirming the, the entire total time. Hot screaming, and I'm just like holding it, and I'm just like. I think I think toaster needs a timeout, don't you, Cher? I think so too. Um, you should take her back to the ship. <laughs> no, no, I want to be here. I want to no. negotiate. I've been learning so much, and she's like staring off into like no man's land with her eyes, not focusing at all. Jib's just gonna like, kind of like, okay, let let me have toaster for just a second. And like, oh. come here, and he's kind of like just puts an arm like oh. on her, on on Cher's shoulder, and just like, well, we're gonna go talk to this lady in a separate room, okay? Okay. Just pet toaster. No, no, I want to come. I'll be quiet. No, I know. Yeah, just pet toaster, okay? Okay. I won't say anything. Okay. And he's just gonna like guide Cher and like prop her up, make sure she doesn't like wobble as she's flying. Do you flying. think I can get another one of those fizzy drinks? Uh, no. Most definitely not. Yeah, they're really expensive. Yeah, Gildrax like already a- paid it. Yeah, I did. Gildrax, like you like gold. me, right? Will you buy me another one? No. Okay. Yeah, you guys go to a private room that isn't occupied. You guys sit down like a big oval booth with an octagonal table that's like, you know, a poker table of some sort. Um, as you guys sit down, a deck of cards magically appears in the middle of it and some chips if you guys want to gamble. I do. 
There's no. It would be you versus her. Let's let's gamble. Let's gamble on the price because, as we know, Gildrax has been practicing his skills. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to cheat. I'm just luckier than everybody else. Yep. That's Trey luck. That's not even Gildrax luck. Yeah. So you guys will sit down. The cards. She she'll like decline gambling. She doesn't want to gamble. Oh, chat, sad. Yeah. She'll look at you and say, "So, you need a pilot. How much were you thinking of offering?" Well, to be entirely honest, we're sort of treasure hunters. Uh, we'd be willing to offer you a percentage. Hmm. And a percentage of treasures found? Yes. But there's no guarantee we'll find anything. Of course not. How am I supposed to make my monetary income? Am I going to be fed? Of course. I have a place to stay, my own private room. Yep. She will... You don't want to stay with me? Sorry. She'll give you like a very fake smile. <laughs> like, of course, yes. <sighs> but we're looking for the best. So if that's not you. She kind of bristles at that jab. <laughs> that's how you get them. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, hmm. She stays quiet for a little bit. I am certainly better than most. That's not what I said. Then you might want to look elsewhere if you're also not willing to pay me up front. Oh, I'm certainly willing to pay you up front. But if you think I should look elsewhere and Gildrax will stand up, if you think I should look elsewhere, then perhaps I should. I know the best pilots tend to be cockier than the rest. Just haven't heard a number yet. What's a good number? Or you say it in... Out of character, like, yeah. Like, oh, out of yeah. character? Real fast. Before, oh, Trey yeah. understands. Before you say anything, she's like, 300 is not acceptable. Almost like you were going to say 300. I think, I think that's actually around where Trey was going to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then how about... Uh, 400's more reasonable. Hmm. Wait a second. Can you see the future? Hmm? I have a planet that lets me see the future. Why could I see the future? Because you're a spell person. That's very, how do I say it? Stereotyping? Yeah, well... You you think I'm a weird fairy, so... Um, you are a fairy, aren't you? Yes, but I never said I was a weird and one. And you're drunk, aren't you? Is that what's going on here? Who gave me alcohol? You all know I can't handle it. But I'm just saying, those are just thoughts I've had. I don't like her. Let's move on. Look, Draka told us you were a, a time wizard, yeah? He actually didn't tell you guys this was her. <laughs> he, he didn't tell us who it was, but he did say that it was an elf. There, there, time wizard. Yeah, yeah. there's an elf time wizard, yes, but there could have been an elf on the second floor. You guys True. just didn't go up there. You assumed. But you just thought all elves were the same. Uh, Cher's lucky. Yeah. You, you don't understand. It was actually pretty funny. Anyway, sorry. Yes, I, I am a chronogist. So you tell me, do you think that you being employed with us would be beneficial in the future? I can't see the future. Oh. That's not how chronogy works. I can see glimpses of like close futures, like six seconds, maybe huh. 12. Did you know I was going to do this? And Cher just did like a little weird like dance with her head. There are infinite timelines. I could not tell which one. 50% of them, yes. Heck yeah. Real cool question. Is she asking like 300 for gold pieces just for her to get on the ship? Okay. And then you negotiate. And then the we negotiate like the, the uh, percentage. Like percentage. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering, I'm like, is this like a reoccurring thing? Yeah, I'm not okay. paying 300. Yeah, like a week or something. I'm like, no. Okay. So 300 is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But 400 is more reasonable. more reasonable. But I feel like there's some more meat on the bones that could be negotiated. Indeed, we would say that we're pretty reasonable people. I'm more than reasonable so long as I get the best. I'm more than reasonable. So let's say 450 to start. Let me mull it over. Give me a charisma roll. Give me a charisma persuasion. Anyone can help Jib. I'd say Gildrax, you could help Jib since you're not inebriated. Heck yes. Where is, oh, I love is. being drunk. That is 16. 
Give me some time to think about it, and I'll let you know. All right. Offers four fifty. Mm-hmm. Do we want to discuss any further benefits? I feel once I've thought about it more. All right. I think it'd be more fair as I have would have a clearer head. Well, we appreciate the time, miss. And he extends a hand. She very warily does not shake your hand. She's like, the name's Rel. Rel. Zarel. Zarel. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jib's going to roll insight just to see what, like, he thinks. Because she seemed hesitant before, right? Like, she paused there was before. Like a, there was, like, a second pause. He's going to roll insight to see what he can understand about it. Okay. So, I got his... So... Fun thing about having uh, a negative is sometimes you you know you roll a zero. So hey. it happens. Yeah. She seems like that's like she says it with enough conviction that it seems like it's her name. You're convinced. Yeah, Jim's just like man. It took her a little while to remember her name. Anyway, well, Miss Zarell, I'm sure we'll see you again soon, and hopefully we'll have some good news uh, in a mutual beneficial relationship. She'll just nod her head. She's like, and so do I. Chip kind of hops up off of the stool, off of the uh, the bench that the, uh, around the table, and he'll be like, "Well, Gildrek, share, share. Why are why are you doing that?" To she's asleep. To, do uh, do we want to leave her here? No, 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 no. Okay. <sighs> to, okay. Oh, sorry, Toaster. I don't mean to be squeezing you so hard. You're like drooling on Toaster. There's a rust spot forming. <laughs> She's like, come on, Cher. We're going to. I feel a lot better, though. Ugh. Good. Do we need it? Cher's going to, like, go over and he's like, here, get... he's going to, like, grab a grab a quick, like, um, bottle and start mixing a few things. And he's going to here. She's like, here, dr- drink this. What is it? It's one of those fizzy drinks. No, it's not. It doesn't look fizzy to me. Presentation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jim's going gonna to flip, flip, a, flip a lighter and, like, tsh- and, like put a little or something. I was like, there, fizzy drink. All right, I'll drink this one. And she goes and she shakily picks it up, brings it to her mouth, chugs it. It actually is one. I'm kidding. No. It's, uh, he's going to cast Lesser Restoration yep. and cure her of her poison. Awesome. Oh my gosh, my yeah. head. You instantly sober up. There is definitely like a ringing in your ears. Not so much a headache, just like a constant like ee. Jib's going to be like, just uh, make sure you don't drink anything else. You kind of were a little loopy there for a second. I know. Who thought it was a good idea to give me alcohol? We know from last time it doesn't do good things to me. You just drank it. It was on the counter. Exactly. Who decided to put it on the counter where I could drink it? The bartender? Well, the bartender needs to be more uh, wary of who he's serving. He's doing his job. All right, Gildrax, who's next? He gave you free drinks (laughs) because he was your friend. (laughs) Okay. He was really my friend. He wouldn't intoxicate me. <laughs> that that sounded weird. Okay. Can le- you guys leave the room? There are the same other like notable people downstairs. The Goliath, the Warforged, and the Kobold. And the Halfling fellow is not in sight, though. Do we still have eyes on... Um, what's her face? Hmm? Zarel. Zarel? Zarel. Zarel, air quotes. Yeah. She's... She's, uh, yeah, she's still within line of sight. She's just back talking to a group of people that she was talking to before. Uh, I think we'll go to the Warforged guy. I'm then. going to, oh, sorry, before the Warforged, I'm going to just keep an eye on one item she's wearing and, re- like, kind of put that to memory so we can use Locate Object to find her again if we need to. She actually has a very distinctive, what looks like a necklace that has, like, almost like a, how do I say it? It almost looks like an eye that's being split into multiple eyes, like, at the iris. That's sick. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a an eye that like with another eye that forms in the same iris with another the eye that forms. Eye. Yeah, that like it goes like this, like up her neck. Okay, I'm gonna just keep note of that. Yeah, it's very distinctive. And to the warforged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. you guys walk up. He, he's a very small warforged. As you Jib guys approach is him, going to go back to the bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as you two approach the warforged, he's kind of like off in the corner, just talking to two guys. Um, and he like almost. Like he like perks up, and he's not looking, and he just turns around to look at you guys. You detect like de- a psionic presence. Oh, um, he like almost like psionically perks up at another psionic. Like you guys' brains nudge each other and kind of like fo- like connect a link. Psychic high five. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, hello. Uh, good evening. Another psionicist, I see. Yeah. How did your mind awaken? Uh, I was born this way. Ah, I was born. This I was way. also made this way. So." I was born with wings. I see that. Aren't they dope? They're quite wingy. They are quite a different material than what you're made out of, good good sir. Yes. Well, when you're not born of flesh, you're often made of metal or wood. How can I help you? We are looking for a pilot. We hear you're pretty good. And who said that? And he kind of like perks up like he like kind of like touches his like heart like he's touched. Like, and who said that? He like, kind of like has a bit of happiness in his jo- like mouth. Uh, the bartender, Draco, over there. What a fine man. He's quite a respectable lot. Um, uh, how rude of me. How rude of me. My name is Haydar. Haydar. H4DR. Uh, Gildrax will shake his hand and be like, I be Gildrax. And I be Cher. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, sir. So we are in this wonderful uh, planet of a sphere. Sphere, not a planet. Uh, we're looking for a pilot. Do you, by chance, looking for work or something like that? Or do you just kind of um, hang in? Um... As he kind of like scratches the back of his neck. Well, as luck would have it, I am currently shipless as I was replaced my la- by my last crew. Um, I would love to have a new sh- crew to work for. I actually, I think my rate is quite reasonable. And what would that be? I just asked for a roof over my head. You're really nice, sir. I like you. <laughs> oh, thank you. As he kind of like, he once again kind of like, scr- like awkwardly like scratches the side of his head and makes like a... Noise as he's like scratching metal on metal. Yeah, I think he'd like toaster. Where did Jib go? He went over to the bar. Is oh. toaster warforged? No, he's a homunculus. Yes. Oh, is he kind of like looks like? As a, that was a very cruel name if it was a warforged, but I think it's appropriate for a homunculus. It's a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, toaster, toaster still with. Uh, toaster like flies over uh, and reunites with Cher. Mm-hmm. This is Toaster. He's mm-hmm. my buddy. I see. Marvelous. Um, I would. More than willing to work on a ship. I just, you know, I don't really need to eat or drink, so I just need board. I would ask maybe if you're willing to share some of the wealth with me, but... Uh, you see... Gildrax, can Gildrax insight check this guy? Yeah. Because it's pretty, it's pretty weird It's It's very me. strange that someone wants just to work for free. Yeah. And he's kindly requesting that... 13 on insight. Okay. He he seems nervous because like he, like he feels like he seems nervous that you guys are asking him about a job. Like he doesn't want to screw it up kind of nervous. Like, you know, from like your experienced eye, he looks like he probably was a pilot at some sort. He carries himself like a pilot. He just is not very boastful like most pilots are. He's very like, you know, shy as it would be. Well, friend, we're looking specifically for the best pilot that we can find. Do you think that that's you? I, uh. My mother unit always told me that boasting wasn't the best, but I I do believe I am rather good. Ah, uh, all right. Well, I I could probably outmaneuver most of these flesh bags. As he kind of like stutters, insulting the humans and like the other like living crew. As he's like trying to, you could he's trying to act tough, 
Like he's trying to add like, yeah, yeah. It's like when a kid swears their first time, they kind of stutter. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very much like that. Uh, oh yeah, well my dad can no, beat up your dad. No, no, no offense. <laughs> no offense. Uh, none taken. <laughs> As he kind of like dusts his head. Uh, we will keep you in mind. We're just looking around right now. Of course. Kind of, kind of scoping out what mm-hmm. we got. Of course. Um, if you would like, and he'll pull out a book. He's like, if you would like, if you would like to stay in contact with me, you could write your name in this book and I can telepathically communicate with you and vice versa. Uh, I'm good for right now. I appreciate the, uh, the sentiment. Alrighty. Um, I'll just be in here then if you need me. As he kind of like nods his head at you and like gives you like a, he can't really smile, but he like very definitely like kind of puffs out his chest a little bit, like trying to, you know. Gildrax will walk away with Sharon Toe. Mm-hmm. He was really nice. It, that was crazy. What do you mean? Oh, I'm a robot guy. I'm here to be on your ship for free, basically. And? It's too convenient. Oh, too convenient? He's got like up some weird... Gildrex. Yes, sir. Give me an intelligence saving throw. Oh, no. Nine. Nine? You, uh, you kind of feel like your neck kind of twinges a little bit as you, like, you kind of get like a cold chill, you know, as like the, mo- the feeling passes instantly. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that you guys are just going to head back to the bar, I'm guessing, to meet back up with Jib? Or do yeah. you want to go somewhere else? Uh, I'll just go back to the bar to meet up with Jib. Yep. While you guys are talking to the Warforge, Jib, you went to the bar. Auntie Janet, you'll see Jib is like walking back to the bar. What were you do- wanting to do, Jib? Jib just kind of like knowing where they're going. He's just going to go. He's just going to go back to the bar, kind of sit down and just keep an eye on them, make sure they're okay. And then he's just going to sit next to Auntie Janet and just say, see anything interesting? Uh, Real fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make me perception check. And then I'm I'll- so good at that. Let me go ahead and roll. Um, that's actually decent. 18 minus one, 17. Okay. I'll let you know when this comes up. Okay. Great. Yeah. Just because this is technically happening at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Jib is just going to like kind of go sit, put his back to the bar and just kind of sit and just watch Gildrax share and just keep like, keep, keep eyes on the room and mostly just watch to make sure they're They're doing okay. Yeah. And then he'll just talk to anti Janet while, while he's waiting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys talk about whatever you want. While you guys are talking, you can see the Goliath lady in the middle of the room is having like an uproarious time just drinking like pint after pint. The the Goliath woman you said? Yeah, the Goliath woman with the movie. She seems like when her emotions get high, the tattoos start to move erratically and start changing colors. Mm. Then there is the kobold guy who you hear a from the side of the room and he goes, Jip kind of looks mm-hmm. over at what he's working yeah. on um, and it's just like going to slightly kind of like try and analyze a little bit of yep. his tinkering with your because you're an al- an art artificer and not just any an artillerist you would recommend you would recognize a fellow man of the trade uh <laughs> this kobold seems to be messing with gunpowder uh he has a small cylindrical device with like what looks like a bear trap on the front of it and he's mixing gunpowder to like a right ratio and it seems like a little bit just went off when he accidentally got a match too close he's like ah as he kind of like wipes away the smudge off the desk and looks Jib around. Just kinda, yeah, yeah, Jib just looks at that and is like, huh. And then he's, he's yeah. just going to like turn to Auntie Janet and he's like, you think that's going to like blow up in his face? Oh, who, who, what? That, that, that cobalt guy, he's messing with like gunpowder and stuff. Uh, uh, it's it's, just, he's just straight down the bar from you guys. Like, yeah, he, he just seems like a little bit went off. He's like, ah. His like fingers are a little bit blackened and he starts like rubbing it off and like cleaning up the table and puts his cup over the burn mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she'll just do is kind of put her hands kind of on the bar itself and just lean over a little bit with her body. Does like a little turn towards the left looking down his direction. 
he, he looks around, panic, like make sure no one knows. He sees you, he just goes, it just starts packing the gunpowder safely. He like starts packing it, pours more and packs it, pours more and packs it, very quickly screws the cap on and like positions the fuse and just like tests the bear trap. Um, you hear a loud as it just snaps shut and breaks the whatever he just put in. He goes, <laughs> and he just kind of puts that in the backpack and just pulls out another random He's object. just acting natural now, more or less. Yeah, he's like, oh, nothing happened over here. Just me being experimental. <laughs> could uh, Janet do is, um, I know this is like really random, but could I maybe like do like an insight check to see how confident he is actually with his work? Yeah. Cool. That's an eight. It's better than a zero. He, yeah. he seems a bit <laughs> flustered at what just happened, but he seems like he knows what he's doing. Okay, cool. It just like was a little mishap. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Janet will kind of lean her body back, look towards um, Jib, and just be like, well, you know, people just make mistakes every once in a while. So I, I think he seems to be fine. I just think it's interesting. I can tell that there's some. I don't. I wouldn't. Jib just is like, look, it's kind of like that dad thing. He's like, no, don't put that. Jib is just kind of like just unconsciously in his head. It's like, but it, if you tweak yeah. the his, your just work, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, your work is very precise and like fine looking. He looks like he just is getting it to get the job done. Very like Jerry Riggy. <laughs> like that bear trap looked like it was really like pretty much just w- bailing wired on there. This like small hunting trap. And it had like little like screws added on for teeth to grab stuff. As he like starts pulling out a launch, long stuff cylindrical tube with what looks like almost like sprinkler heads on it as he starts like twinking that and like using a wrench just like forcing it like open like <laughs> like you know jib is just like we might need to talk to him later yeah but why why oh i i just i i kind of want to see a little bit of his designs but i mean maybe later <laughs> jib's just gonna kind of like turn turn he's gonna make one quick look back over <laughs> to gildrax and share as you do that, you notice they've seemed to wrap up their conversation as he's walking away. As he walks away, the, the Warforge is still looking at the back of Gildrex's head, and like in a motion, he does like this with his hands. Like a, he like sweeps his hands over each other and like holds them out like he's holding out two L's. As like his, the gem in the dead center of his face kind of lights up, as Gildrex kind of like does like a little cold chill as he does that. As then the, the guy just turns away and acts natural. Jib immediately clocks that, mm-hmm. and... He his his face gets a little red, and as as Gildrax and Cher kind of approach, Jib's like, "Hey, how are you feeling, buddy?" I'm doing all right. Wow, I feel way better. Oh, sorry, not me. No, I mean, how how are you doing too, Cher? I'm fine. No one really cares about me, but it's fine. Hey, that's not true. I'm just teasing. You're the one that helped me feel better. Okay. Hi, Auntie. Hi. He's gonna Hello. turn turn to Gildrax. He's like, "How? Look, I don't know if I trust that guy." And he gestures towards the the Warforged. Uh, Gildrax will look at the Warforged. Give me a perception check. Uh, big 10. You can both give me a perception check. Oh, no. Yeah, I'd say. Sorry, you since you are two are talking about it. I guess you all are within earshot. So if you guys, whoever wants to give me a perception check, whoever will be watching that guy, go ahead. I would love to do a perfect. <laughs> that's a, that's another 18 minus one, 17. Okay. That is a 19 for perception. Um, that's a natural 20. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's a read. You, just you, all, you, you just, you kind of look at him, he's like, it doesn't look at anything. You three, the second Jib says, I wouldn't trust that guy, the guy, he kind of like stands up straighter and kind of like bristles a little bit. Like he gets like a bit like, <clears throat> Jib, Jib, it's like the, it's, it's like the moment it's like where he can hear you. Jib at the moment is, is like, it's like, guys, don't, don't make it too obvious, but this guy behind me and everybody just, boom, looks yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> takes a drink. <laughs> takes a drink. What, what do you mean? I thought he was really nice. 
Yeah, I, was, I don't know what he was doing. He well, cast some kind of spell. I, I'm I'm assuming. I saw his hands moving when you guys were walking away. His what, what thing, kind of spell? I don't know, but did you feel a cold chill or something? He kind of twitched a little bit when you were walking over here. Now that you mentioned it, I kind of did. You can uh, you can give me an Arcana check. That I am much better at. Uh, let's Eldrick, see. Want to? You, someone can give him help if that's they want a to. that's a twenty. Twenty? Yeah, I was gonna say Jenna would be down to help. Twenty-five. Um, so from your perception check, anything you notice, he pulled out a copper piece and almost like held it like this and flipped it to cast the spell. You would know from our, your studies of magic, you would know there's very few spells that need coins. And there's one specific one called the tech thoughts that needs a copper piece to keep like to cast it. Jib. Oh boy. Um, from what you know, he would still be concentrating on this spell. If it, because the spell does take time, it, it, like it, he can pretty much read Gildrax's thoughts. Jib is, would does Jib know the oh, what's what's the word? The, uh, the range, the range of uh, detect thoughts as well. Yes, you would know. It's how do I say it? It's technically he casts it on himself, and then he can go into people's minds. But how how far away can he read people's minds from? Thirty feet away. Thirty feet away. Yeah. Which Jib is get, going to gesture for pe- for us to move away to go to an opposite corner of the room mm-hmm. yeah he you guys walked up to corner um gildrax you kind of get another cold chill is it as it like leaves or something or yeah, he just gets just gonna chill. watch he's gonna watch specifically just look at this guy as we're yeah. walking away he not too like not too shallantly kind of looks over his shoulder like kind of like like gazes he's back. like why can't i hear it anymore yeah. jib is going to look out over at them and he's like he yeah if what I know is correct, it seems like he was probably casting detect thoughts, which is dangerous. He's going to make eye contact with Gildrax and just nod. I don't know what you mean. I just think that somebody who's... It doesn't seem the most trustworthy to me, if I'm being honest. I think he was a plenty friendly guy, but I sort of didn't trust him because he said he was going to work for free. Wait, what? That's what I said. He was like, yeah, as long as you give me room and board. I'll gladly be your pilot. And he also said that his other uh, crew kicked him off. So maybe there is something sketch about that. Jib kind of like furrows his brow a little bit. And he just seems contemplative for a second. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of things that seem fishy about this guy. I, I, I'm not sure. So he cast that, what'd you call it? Detect thoughts? Yeah, it lets him, lets him read kind of surf, only surface thoughts. It's kind of just like you get kind of just a small glimpse. If somebody wants, they can go deeper but it i mean it, it, it's a little difficult to do and sometimes it doesn't work well hold on i've got an idea uh gildrax will get uh just to sort of because does gildrax think that detect thought detect thoughts is a spell yeah yes would gildrax know if he casted it with magic or was it just a psionic thing that's a good question you could attempt an intelligence role of some kind to almost like connect to the psionic energy if it is psionics if you want to get back within range, I, I'll get back within range. Mm-hmm. And what I think Gildrax would do just to, if it is psionic, he would sort of talk to him, uh, psionically. And I feel like that that'd be like putting two walkie talkies next to each other. Yeah. And it would create like a feedback loop that would sort of hurt his head. Talk to the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you get back within range, you feel definitely like a psionic prodding. Like this is like psionic, almost like it's like, almost like a feather is being like, like great, like, is going across your memories. He he's definitely plunging a bit deeper than just detect thoughts, but he's not like reading anything. He's just trying to like you can't really like pick out memories he's on or something like that. He's not like digging deep though. He's just trying to like almost like recent memories. 
uh, Gildrax will go, he'll just say, hey, psionically, which yeah. will create the he feedback go, loop. He kind of like flinches, but then he, like, he tries like, to keep it under wraps, but he definitely flinches. Uh, Gildrax will walk up to the guy. Yeah. He will very sheep to that. Hello again. Um, can we talk in private? Sure, so long as private includes three other people. Whatever you want. I just don't want any, you know, trouble. As long as you don't promise me no bodily harm or mental harm. Fine by me. And Gildrax Not fine will, by uh, me. will I... motion to everybody else. He'll like, he'll like motion you over. Oh, yeah, of course. And the Janet just comes out and like, well, what is it? Um, uh, can... Holding her drink in her hand. Uh, private room? <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Jip um, kind of comes over, arms crossed, kind of just like staring this guy down. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's go this way. And he's going to point to a corner or private there, room. There's private rooms, yeah. Yeah. It's just Jip. Step in here. Jip. What? Are we playing good cop, bad cop? Sure, you can be the good one. No, I want to be the bad cop. No. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Crit Happens. The intro and outro music for this podcast was produced by Zane Lowry. You can find him on YouTube at Zane Lowry Music. Additional music was provided by Travis Savoy, who can be found on YouTube as the RPG Music Maker. To hear more about your favorite spelljamming crew, follow us on Instagram at Crit Happens. We release new episodes every Friday, so follow us on all your favorite podcasting networks to make sure you don't miss an episode. And now, back to the story. So he like walks into the room. He like ushers you guys and he shuts the door and like locks it behind you. Now, before you get mad, <laughs> oh, you get mad at, at what? Oh, you're unaware. You're in Great. big you're trouble, unaware. mister. You need to pay us like 600 gold. <laughs> he kind of like scars. Like, I, I don't have that much. Well, that is the fan here. Did you know that? I, that is a lie. I can read your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to catch charm person. Oh, you are? Yes. Right in front of him. Yep. I'm playing bad cop, dude. Bad cop charms people. Okay, go ahead and cast it. I will. He needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Not even close. He like he's like, um he kinda like scoffs that you're like, did you look, I, I I don't want any problems. Keep your magics to yourself. That was <clears throat> magic. That was me being a bad cop. Shay, you need to work on your bad look. cop. <laughs> you need to Dang it. I, I just really need off this rock. It wasn't I was trying to Think, read your thoughts more as I was really hoping you were, I was hoping you were thinking of me for a pilot. I was. I could tell. <laughs> I promise I didn't dig too deep. I wasn't trying to figure out past lovers or anything like that. I'm not a spy. I just need uh, far away from here. Wherever you guys go, great. Look. And he kind of like, I'm not a, I'm not a begging type of person. I need out of here. And you seem like you guys are, you know, of the less legitimate source who would Rat someone out to authorities. What are we signing up for, mister? What's, what do you got? To, what's we're behind you? He, I, I can't say that. I'm not a cop. I promise. You just said you're not. I know you're not. <sighs> Come Look, on, sir. He like, kind of like caresses if, each side of his like gem in the middle of his head. If you truly, truly want to be a part of this, you do need to be honest. You do need to at least give some things. That will be concerning for the four of us that's here. Give me a persuasion with advantage. I'm really good at that. Someone needs to be. Uh, that's going to be a 29. <laughs> yeah, he, he will, like, yeah, broken resolve. I can't tell you here, but I will tell you, okay? Can you tell in the mind? 
You're psionic, aren't you? Yeah. Can we communicate back and forth? Yeah. Can I can can we initiate that conversation? Gildrax says psionically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm wanted by the Adatine Legions. <laughs> yeah. I need out of neutral area and away from their area of control so they can't come and arrest me. What do you want it for? I hardly see as that's prevalent to this situation. I've, I've dealt with Legion before. It's sort of uh, their way or the highway. <sighs> do I really have to say? As yeah. he says that out loud. <laughs> Gildrax will out loud say, yeah. <sighs> I may or may not have stolen one of their ships. A ship? An entire ship. A dreadnought class, to be specific. Ugh. Um, I was a respected Navy pilot. And then, lo and behold, I got bored of my position in the Adatine Legions after they did some questionable actions against some civilian freighters. And I thought I could just, you know, being the only soul left on the ship, take it and escape to free space. <laughs> Does he say all this out loud or does no, he do? No, this is purely in his head. Yeah, you can, you can psionically tell everyone else in like real time. I'd say there's like a one millisecond delay, kind of like a Discord call. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a blockade as a missing dreadnought is quite a big news when there's only 50 of them. I had to abandon the ship after ramming it into another dreadnought and had made my way to the hearth undetected. So far, you can't tell a soul, please. Gildrax uh, will not psionically. He'll say, huh, "That's pretty crazy, actually." What's crazy? He 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 probably uh, Gildrax should have psionically shared this with everyone. Yeah, Gildrax will okay. will tell you what he said, but he'll act like he didn't. Okay, great. Just look. That's between us. You don't tell anyone. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like eh, if you if I get caught. Well, yeah, of course. Or worse. Would that be uh, it for us too? If we get caught with you. We are essentially probably not. Probably not. You, they, you are assisting you of an escape. They don't know that. They don't know that you're assisting me. They probably would assume you're just unknowing. You're being awfully quiet, Jib. What do you think? Jib just kind of like at this point is still kind of just arms folded, looking, and he's like, "I'm not thinking anything." Sorry, I'm gonna go get another drink. He gets up and he gets out of the room. Can you give me a pina colada? I want one. Cher, you don't get any drinks. Auntie Janet, absolutely. Thank and he you. gets up and he goes he goes back and he and he, he'll grab a drink and he'll just he'll he'll order the pina colada and he'll drink his own drink yeah. and then wait until they come out to to give get Auntie Janet her drink. Such a gentleman. I am the experienced pilot you are looking for. I just come with a little package. No, no. That's package. That's why right. I'm willing to not, you know, receive pay. You must not understand. Being able to sneak a dreadnought out of Legion space is pretty. It uh, wasn't. He kind of like. It wasn't all the way out of Legion space. <laughs> As he like once again tries to like, I'm not that boastful. That's pretty good. Yeah. For those who don't know, dreadnoughts are like the heaviest class of ship. They are like the war vessel. Oh wow. They have like dozens of guns. They're like the equivalent of like a destroyer or like a battleship in modern day. They are a very big, heavy gunship. So, so you're saying you're good? I'm quite good. I just, no, no. Um, there's some problems that we might incur. I have a really good idea. Yes. So you want to get out of the here, right? Yes, and even if that means I'm just cargo labeled in the crates, that would be great. Just hmm. you know, out of rim. Here's an idea. Explore. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. 
I think we are heading out to somewhere a little bit more nonchalant that you should be safe. But what if we like did hire you as a backup pilot? Not hire you because we're not paying you for sure. But what if we like yeah, you- let you join us as like our backup pilot? And if by chance we get caught, we just say that we found you and we're turning you in. And at that point, there's no risk for us. But at the most, the best part is that we're going to probably not get caught and you probably will get free. How about we just don't mention them on the ship if they find us? Well, if they find us and they're like, this guy's a criminal, we're going to be like, we had no idea. And we'd probably just like hand you over. But am I wrong? I hope so. As he kind of looks to the rest of you like, well, we don't know you. We got no stake in this. We're going to help you, but we're not going to risk our own necks. Don't you need a pilot? We could probably hire a different one. We could still help you, though. You know what? We need someone for the long term, mister, not just to get you out. We want someone that can yes, go wherever I'm we need. Yes, I'm saying I'll stick with you as long as I'm not, you know, turned in. Gildrax like, psionically says to Sherry, he's like, wow, you're doing bad cop. Really? You're doing some justice. Really? <laughs> I wasn't even trying. You're really beating a dead horse over here. Oh my gosh. I don't know what that means. Yeah, He is definitely like sweating bullets, sweating rust as a warforge says. Um, Because I think we have a really good other option that might be more willing to stay with, on, with us long term where I feel like you might be more willing to be like, as soon as you're out of trouble, just dip and leave us. <laughs> that astral elf is only in it for... I didn't read that deep. I promised. <laughs> Oh, we know, but that that's not seems a, that's, that, that was, look, that was in Turpus memory. She was thinking mm. of her. And you're only in it to get out of this area, right? Uh, um, as long as I'm not being turned in anyway, it's better than here. Yes? Look, pal, I've got an offer for you. Yes? If you're really as good of a pilot as you say you are, we will uh, let us look around a little bit. And even if we don't uh, pick you, we could probably find you a way. Okay. We've got some business in the outer rim anyways. Roommate, perhaps? <laughs> we'll see. Cargo. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> what do you think, Janet? Well, I, 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 one thing that we haven't even talked about, I was just thinking, was what's your intentions? Because we haven't even talked about intentions whatsoever. I know, yes, we, we know you want to leave. We know you did a not-so-great thing. We I understand that. Good. I see that. Great. Lovely. But what is your intentions? You said you were bored with your original job in the first place. And you took a ship. Now you're wanted. What else are you looking for? Bored is a strong word. I was more of disin- disillusioned with the Aratine legions. Okay. After the incident. Um, but now I, um, I love, I do genuinely enjoy flying. As I've heard being a fleshy has drawbacks of pain. I don't experience such pains of flying. And it's, in, it's freeing. <laughs> Truly, but as he kind of like straightens himself up, he's like, ah, I would be just wanting companionship mainly. Companionship. It's quite lonely, drifting ship to ship. You want friends? Look, I, I understand if you need your time, I can wait here. I just, or I could wait in your ship, whatever. Just, you know, I would need passage. Honestly. And you seem like you guys that can hold a secret. Yeah, you could say that. I think, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, I think you're the right man for the job. You kind of like, really? Yeah, just as long as you read other people's minds. I, I promise not read your minds. That's absolutely prevalent. And also tell me exactly what you found poking around in my head. A planet called Crag. Uh, returning her to her home planet. That was the deepest I went. Oh, okay. Then. It was literally today's events. I didn't deep dig any deeper, I promise. Well, 
let, let's get some drinks to celebrate then. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, and so I'll unlock the door and open it up. You guys, will, as you guys walk out, the door slams open as the, the bar kind of falls silent as some, uh, a large group of goons come in here. As one very tall tiefling fellow literally like hunches down to walk through the door and stands up. He's probably like eight feet tall. Half his face is almost burnt and this, he has two curling like stag horns almost that like they curl back and fork out into like stag horns. As he will look around, he, as he turns his neck, you can see what looks like a brand on the side of his neck. As you guys see the brand, you see two long horns and a skull in the middle of it. You would, Gildrex and Jib instantly recognize this as that is Blackhorn's brand. It is, Blackhorn is one of the dread captains of Bloody Gill's crew.